0: Presenting for the first time in radio, the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as a part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. So coming up next week is uh, the Season 8 premiere of The Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead just wrapped up. Um, But we're not going to talk about the season finale of Fear of the Walking Dead because some of you may not have had a chance to see it yet. And we want to give you that opportunity for it to unfold on its own.
1: So we'll talk about the Fear of the Walking Dead season in general and everything leading up to the season finale. And we'll talk about the upcoming season of The Walking Dead our thoughts on where it's going to go, and the show in general.
0: Absolutely. Um, So hopefully you are excited for the upcoming Walking Dead. If you are not, right, we have a wide sort of array of geek things at the Astounding Outpost. This is probably not the podcast for you if you are weird and don't like zombies, or specifically The Walking Dead. I guess that's not weird. I, I know some people that just cannot get into The Walking Dead, Um, I had trouble getting into it, but, um, so I guess let's start with Walking Dead in general and then we'll transition to fear. Yeah, because I mean, fear of the Walking Dead, it it feels weird to talk about it first because it is the spinoff and it's good, but we don't have enough of it yet to really know if it's going to be as good as the Walking Dead is at its best. So far, Fear has not been as bad as Walking Dead has been at its worst.
1: But it hasn't been as good as Walking Dead at its best, either. It hasn't had as many of those moments that...
0: There, there, there are ways that I like Fear better than yeah, the there, Walking there's Dead. Yeah, there's some
1: great stuff about that show, and I, and I love... It's different than The Walking Dead, but it hasn't had quite as many of those powerfully resonant moments that
0: The Walking Dead has. Right. So, uh, Walking Dead Season 8, Sunday night um it's funny we're talking about it before chris hardwood we're scooping him but of course we don't have his audience and don't have his budget to give away props so our scoop is less important um we closed out season seven with the beginning of the war and the trailers for season eight um f- that's what we're going to get at least for the first half they've done with their trailers when they release the trailer for the season, they had tendency to have a trailer that's for the first half of the season and a trailer that's for the second half of the season. Um, we In the trailers, we get these clips of Rick and Maggie and um, Ezekiel talking about, you know, they're obviously building up their army, um, talking about how we have to, you know, move forward. This is our world. We just have to fight for it sort of stuff. Rah, rah, yes. rah, get the troops together. We see a clip of Negan in front of his giant army swinging his baseball bat, basically just saying, we're going to war, um, which is all he needs to say. Um, I'm hopeful because I think the full-on war will play out really, really well.
1: Yes, especially after this last season where, you know, you had this incredibly powerful opening episode of the season, which some people love, some people hate yeah, it. Yeah, it got a um, lot of hate. Uh, <laughs> I and, liked and it. And it's powerful in that final episode, but a lot of the stuff in between was less powerful than, than I'm used to seeing from the show. Th- there was a lot of build-up to, okay, we've got the group beaten down because of the death of uh, spoilers. Anyone who's yeah. watching, listening to this that didn't watch last episode, shame on you. Um, you know, after the death of Glenn and Abraham, the, the last re-
0: season, not just last episode. That yeah, was yeah. that was episode one. Yeah, I'm last talking about is- the season in general. Right.
1: Okay, you have that opening episode, episode, and then you have that final episode, and you have after the death of Glenn and Abraham and in that episode, you have most of the season them beaten down, and then slowly working their way up to the final episode where they where they start to fight back.
0: Right, even though they get betrayed by the emo people from the apocalypse.
1: Don't trust emos. That, yeah, that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah,
0: it should be just a life lesson in general. but um, and, and we do see Jadis, I think is her name, the leader of the emo garbage people, um, in some of the trailers. So they are going to play back.
1: Well, yeah, because they seem to have teamed up with Negan. Right. Um,
0: Which we all know is the wrong call. Yes. But,
1: you know, they live in a garbage
0: dump. And they have an armored zombie named Winslow, so...
1: And you've got two different groups there. You've got Negan's... Uh, saviors. Saviors, and you have the, I don't know what we call them, the garbage people. Yeah,
0: they, they, they don't call them... I, I like Emo of the Apocalypse. They don't actually have a name for them. It's interesting, they're not in the comic books, so they're a, a brand new creation for the TV show.
1: But with, the, with as much damage as Rick's group has done to Negan's group... Um, little bits here and there, and with Rick's group now being Rick's group plus... Uh, the Kingdom. The Kingdom. And Hilltop. And Hilltop, adding them to Negan's group makes it
0: more of a war. Right. Well, depending on how big they portray the saviors to be, right? Initially, and the same thing played out in the comic book, it's like, oh, they're not that big. It's just this little group of of bad guys. And then you realize that he's got a, a very well-developed, huge network. And the... um the fish camp people who didn't join, but there's more people, well, they don't have any guns because Rick took them all, um, but there's potential another group to the army. Yeah, that could be added, depending mm-hmm. on what the writers do.
1: But we already saw the the Negan's group doesn't seem that big, and then suddenly it's bigger. That's right. what happened the season Prior to this last season, the destruction of right when when Rick's group went in and killed all the people mm-hmm. at the uh, the installation, the satellite installation, yes, yeah. and then you find out later
0: when Negan's group actually shows so up and hurts the them at the end, huge. That, yes, right. So I am adding the garbage people. I think gives some more numbers, but we're still not entirely sure how big the Saviors are. I mean, the clip at the end of of season seven of him, uh, basically, you know, we're going to war, which is what they're replaying on the trailer. It just as easily could have been a shot from, uh, you know, of Darth Vader, Grand Moff Tarkin addressing stormtroopers because there were a ton. Um, So we have really no idea how big they are yet. Um, He didn't see Rick's group as a huge threat, even though he knew they had betrayed them because he took half of Rick's army because he took the garbage people. So when he shows up to Alexandria um, to take them down with the whole epic betrayal thing, we don't know how big, how much of a percentage of his army that is, but when he's on the, the, the sort of balcony at the refinery, there's a lot of people.
1: But there's a lot of people that he has that aren't,